What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where you can hear the real stories behind the people on social media. I'm your host, Jacob Kelly, and today's a takeaways episode. And if you're new here, what a takeaways episode is where I sit down and I talk to you about the most recent podcast episode of the week. And today we're discussing my conversation with Justin Odisho. And I used to say in the past that if you haven't listened to the full episode yet, go back and listen to it before you listen to this one. But I've since changed my opinion on it because I understand that these episodes can be pretty long. My conversation with Justin is almost an hour and a half. So if you don't have that kind of time and you want to get some of the key points in these takeaways episodes, I respect that. And thank you for downloading this episode, even if you don't listen to the full podcast episode. But where I first want to jump in with this takeaways is that I think everyone should create some form of whether it be podcast or interview show or series of interview articles that they do about different people and people in the industry and people they admire because Justin is someone that before I started the podcast, I had this whole like vlogging phase where I wanted to be like a vlogger of some kind and I just never stuck with it and this and that. But a lot of what I learned when it came to video editing and even quite a bit of Photoshop stuff was all taught to me by Justin. Like I was one of the, I watched a lot of his tutorials back in the day when I was trying to do a lot of video editing. So it was really cool that I was able to stand and actually talk to him about that journey because I was around a couple of years ago when he was starting to do those premiere tutorials and stuff like that. So with that, with all that being said, I never ever would have had the chance to speak to Justin and make that connection had I not had the podcast. We talked about it on the episode. Like if I had messaged him and been like, hey, yo, can we talk on Skype for an hour? He'd probably been like, ah, oh, he'd be busy, right? Like he wouldn't, that's just not going to lead to anything for him. But with the podcast, it's a documented piece of content that's going to live on the internet now. And now people are willing to talk to me. People like Justin, people like Dustin from last week, people like Caleb Ralston, Gary V's videographer. Like it's crazy the amount of people I've met and the situations I've gotten into just because I have this podcast. My podcast is not the biggest podcast in the world by any stretch. It is probably a lot smaller than a lot of people think it is. Like in terms of the amount of downloads that I actually get, like I think you'd be surprised at how small the podcast is at the time that I'm recording this, but I keep doing it anyways because for multiple different reasons. One, I think it's important to be consistent. Two, I think that if I just, I don't want to give up. I think it's important. I kind of lost my second point there, but the third point was being that I get to meet people. And the connections I'm making, I'm meeting all these awesome people who are also creating and I'm creating and it's just really cool. And none of that would have happened had I not had the podcast. So I just think it's really cool. I recommend you start your own podcast or like I said, maybe you want to do interview shows on YouTube or you start a series of interviewing people on LinkedIn with a selfie video for two minutes. It doesn't have to be a full on hour and a half conversation like I do here at the podcast. It can be if that's kind of your style, but if you don't want it to be, like I said, two minute interviews on LinkedIn using selfie videos, that could even get your foot in the door. Writing articles about different people that you admire. I recommend doing that, especially if you're a student. I tweeted this. At, not, at the time of recording this episode, I tweeted this yesterday, how if you're a student, like l- leverage the fact that you're a student, people are going to be more inclined to meet with you and talk with you if you're hungry and going after it. And you let them know that there's someone you admire and you want to learn from them. And you're also writing these articles about people that you admire and posting them to your blog and you like to interview them for your blog. Or you do it in a YouTube show where you sit down and you interview and you ask the same standard questions to successful people. And leverage that with the fact that you're a student is gonna increase your likelihood of meeting people. So I highly recommend you find a way 
to get a foot in the door and you can meet these people. It's crazy what you, know, what you, can, what you can accomplish if you put your mind to something. And just the amount that I've been able to do with the podcast, not trying to toot my own horn or anything here, but just trying to show you that it is possible. You don't have to be the biggest person in the world. I've interviewed two full-time YouTubers in back-to-back weeks because of the podcast. And I don't get nowhere near as many downloads as you think I'd need to get that. So just put yourself out there and you never know what can happen. But another thing that I talked about with sticking with the podcast is I believe it's important to be consistent. And one thing Justin talked about was posting a hundred days in a row. And he says like now today, not, not like he thinks that he might've had some algorithmic anomaly, but he doesn't think that's really possible anymore. And he said that by posting a hundred days in a row, it kept him consistent It made him create every day. He got better every single day. And I think it's important to do that. I don't think you, I'm not telling you to create a hundred or post a new YouTube video every single 100 days or post a podcast a hundred days in a row. That's crazy. Um, I've dabbled like if I had the bandwidth, could I do it twice a week? Maybe, but like every single day is crazy. But I do, with that in mind, quick shout out to my man, Justin. I was on his podcast actually probably a couple months ago now. And uh, I just want to give him a shout out. Let me, I just want to double check. It's JRP Daily is the name of his podcast. If you guys want to go check it out, there's an episode with me on there actually. And I should have plugged this a while ago, but shout out to Justin. He's been posting a brand new podcast every single day, but I'm not telling you to do that. I'm telling you to find a schedule and stick to it. And at maximum, make your schedule once every two weeks, at maximum. It's like if you can make it more often than that, I highly recommend you do that, especially like depending on what you do. I understand you have a busy life, but find a schedule and stick to it. It's gonna force you to be consistent. It's gonna force you to get better. It's gonna force you to create. And by creating so often, you're going to get better. You have to be disciplined. Like with the podcast, I post every Monday and every single Thursday, and I can't miss those days. Now, luckily, I'm fortunate enough that right now, so you're listening to this episode in the middle of October, I recorded it in the beginning of August. So I'm fortunate enough that I was able to backlog a bunch of my podcasts. So I'm in a pretty comfortable spot at the time of recording this, but it's still important that I continue going and creating new episodes and meeting new people almost every single day. So not every single, every single week. So find a schedule, stick to it, because by doing that, you're going to be disciplined with yourself. You're going to force yourself to create. Even if you don't have an idea, you don't have anything, you have to find a way to produce new content. We'll just say every single week. And by doing it every single week, over and over and over and over again, you're going to get that much better. Go back and listen to the first episode of this podcast. It's crazy the difference between my interview style. Even my voice sounds different. I found my voice. I found my interview style. I have a cadence. I have a flow that works for me. I have a better, better thought process, better way I approach researching. I have a better way of approaching the whole editing. I, you've probably, if you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard me talk about how it used to take me 10 hours to do the audio, 15 hours to do the video, the research, which used to take me like six hours. And now I think I edited the whole Justin podcast four or five hours, something like that, which is crazy, right? So just keep working, be consistent. And by doing that, you're going to get better, better. You're going to get faster. And it's only going to benefit you more than just doing podcasts sporadically once every few months. So I highly recommend whether it be a YouTube or a blog or a podcast, whatever it is, find a schedule and stick to it. Kind of like Justin did with the 100 days. Um, But don't, doesn't necessarily have to be hundred days. Just find a schedule that works for you and your schedule. Like I said, no more than every two weeks. It should be less than that, but I understand if you're busy, but you should be able to post at least once a week, no matter what it is that you're doing. And speaking of, uh, speaking of, I mentioned my vlog a little while ago and 
I was thinking about thinking about how like with when it comes to Justin, you never really know what's going to benefit you down the line later. Like right now, time now that I'm doing this, I'm looking back and I'm like, well, the vlog didn't really benefit me. Like it doesn't. I don't have any followers from it. It didn't do anything for me. Um, but I'm doing this podcast now, and they're pretty unrelated. But if I never did the vlog, I never would have found Justin Odisho, and I never would have followed him on Instagram, and I never would have messaged him to call him the podcast and got this great podcast episode. So you never really know what you do in your past is going to benefit you today. And like when it comes to Justin, like he learned to make videos through making video game content. He doesn't make video game content anymore, but he made videos and he taught himself editing. And as a result, he is now a full-time YouTuber making videos. So it's not the same kind of video, but by making these Halo edits, he taught himself video, video editing, which now benefits him today. So he's done all these different things that are kind of adding up together now to where he is just he's got it figured out he's a full-time youtuber you never ever know what decision is going to benefit you down the line like i i don't know if you guys ever this is me going on a bit of a tangent now but the butterfly effect like messes with me right like literally how one decision will affect you in so many different ways you'll never know right so even though i've quit my vlog channel quit i say quote unquote i think i did like 10 videos if that tried to do every week might have been once a month um, again, I wasn't consistent. I didn't stick to it. I wasn't disciplined. I didn't get better on a consistent rate. I was just sporadic and not good. So I ended up quitting it. But all that to be said that like, like I said, it introduced me to Justin, which ended up resulting in benefiting me with the podcast because made a good piece of content, good episode for the podcast, which never would have happened had I not been vlogging. And it's introduced me like when I was vlogging, I followed all these different creators and I've been talking to some other people I used to watch when I had the vlog. So I say had the vlog, like it was barely a vlog guys, like seriously. But another thing too, like I used to do a sports show on YouTube where I would just talk to my camera for like 20 minutes about the most recent news in sports. And like through that, I was doing a lot of research and prep work, which honestly I haven't really thought about. It probably benefits me now when it comes to the podcast. And like when I was in school, I went to school for marketing and we had a whole research course. And although I wasn't, didn't have a podcast at the time, how I was able to learn and do research for my research class in college, that definitely benefits me now today where I usually, I try with every single guest to have one thing here or there that they're kind of going to be like, whoa, like how did you know that? And like even Justin today, or Justin the podcast said that I'm kind of like Nardwar because I hit him with a couple things that he probably didn't expect me to know. I said, I incorporated his original YouTube username into the intro saying, is he just this good? Because his YouTube name was just this good back in the day. And I also asked him about quote unquote, creating Fortnite by these drawings he made when he was a kid. And he had no idea. I don't think he knew how I figured that out, but he, it was funny because I don't know if you ever watched Nardwar, but Nardwar is this like goofy interviewer that interviews hip hop stars for the most part and rappers and different things like that. And he comes up with some of the most mind blog, mind boggling things from their past that they have no idea how he figured out. Like he'll ask people about friends that they grew up with that they've never talked about before and like different things. And he's just like, you see all these celebrities like lose it. Cause he asks them like these crazy questions that they never, ever expect him to know. And he's pretty cool. So it's really cool. I highly recommend you check out Nardwar if you haven't yet, but when Justin compared me to Nardwar, I thought that was really cool. And the first person that ever compared me to Nardwar, who also introduced me to Nardwar was Hayden, my good friend. If you've been following the podcast for a while, you know who he is. He came to New York with me. He was the first guest on this podcast. He was also the guy that interviewed me on the 50th episode kind of reflection. I think at the time of recording this episode, we haven't actually filmed that yet, but that's a plan. Um, but so it was cool when Justin kind of compared me to Nardwar with my because of the research that I did, I was able to come up with some things that he wouldn't have expected me to know. 
And those that my ability to do this kind of research came from when I had this sports show that I used to do a bunch of research for. And then even before that, all the research I did in college, which at the time I didn't think, oh, this is going to help me so much when I have my own podcast in three, four years, two years. I wasn't thinking like that, but it ended up benefiting me down the line. So you never know what you're going to learn and do along the way that's going to benefit you down the line. So even if you have something that you're not doing anymore, you never know how it's going to benefit you. Just like another example, again, I know I probably beating a dead horse by bringing up Gary Vee yet again, but he always talks about how like he'll learn something on this app called Vidler and then he'll kind of apply it to Vine and by taking what he's learned from Vidler, which failed and Vine, which ended up closing, he's now able to he understands how he should be creating videos for Instagram and now for Musical.ly and all these different things that these failed apps and they're just they're just teaching you along the way. So don't be discouraged if you fail at something along the way or if different things go wrong. Like my a big life model that I kind of like whenever something goes bad in my life, I just go live and learn. Live and learn. You lived. You now you have to learn from that situation whatever went wrong and apply it to your current situation. So you never know along the way what's going to benefit you later on. Now, another cool thing that Justin said is like, because I, I often ask these creators, it's like, what is the balance between creating content for yourself and creating content for your audience? And more often than not, and myself included, I've often said that if you're a create, if like you have to be creating content for yourself, because if you don't love it, you're going to quit. If you don't love it, you're not going to be able to stick with it. And that's something like a mindset I've constantly had when it comes to these things. But Justin kind of flipped that on his head for me because I'm always like, like I said, if you're not creating for yourself, if you're just creating for the people, then like, why are you creating? But Justin said that if you want to grow, you have to keep your audience in mind. He doesn't love like making these tutorial videos. He enjoys editing videos and doing that. So he does it and he enjoys it. But like, I'm sure if he could do any kind of video, it wouldn't necessarily be a tutorial, right? But he understands that this is what he likes to do to an extent, like he likes making videos, but what gets him views is making tutorials. So he's doing what he likes to do with making these videos, but he's also got to keep his audience in mind. And, and the way he framed it, he said, if you want to be big, if you want to go full time, you have to keep your audience in mind. And like he said that, and I was like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But that's something I have never been preaching before. Like I've always been like, great content that you want to create. Like if you don't like it, you're going to like, you're not going to enjoy it and you're going to hate it and you're going to quit and you're going to fail. But to an extent, like if every single part of the process you hate, yes. Now like reflecting on it, you hate every single part of the process. If you hate editing videos, if you hate the type of videos that you're making, if you hate engaging with people online, if you hate every part of the process, then yes, you're going to fail. But if there's a part of it that you really like to do, then you have to listen to your audience. Just like how Just Dustin goes through his analytics to figure out what the audience likes, what the audience doesn't like. He listens to his audience and you have to listen to your audience if you want to be successful. Some people live by the one for you, one for them kind of methodology. That's cool, but you can't just make it for yourself as long as you're trying to make it big on YouTube or Instagram, whatever it might be. If you're just creating for the sake of creating, then do your thing. That's totally fine. But if you have the audacity to try and say, I'm going to be a full-time YouTuber, then you have to keep your audience in mind. You can't just do it for yourself. And speaking of wanting to go full-time on YouTube, the most important part, at least from my kind of takeaways with Justin, is you've got to have multiple revenue streams. It's not going to be possible for you to go full-time with just one revenue stream. Okay, I'm going to backpedal on that. It is possible, but it's going to be so much harder for you to go full-time if you don't have multiple revenue streams. Like, 
the best way for you, especially like you can do it with one revenue stream if you're huge. But if you want to go full time on YouTube, you can do it at a lot as a much smaller creator. If you find ways to diversify your income and multiple revenue streams, like just for some of the ones that I've written down here is so ways you can make money as a creator. You can, you go off your ad sense if you have a relatively big enough audience. Again, guys, this is an asterisk. Like I'm not saying if you have a hundred subscribers on YouTube, you can go full time by doing this. Uh, not necessarily, um, you should have a relatively reasonable following. Like you can supplement your going full time by doing other things. Like just for example, like if you do social media management and consulting and all this stuff, you could probably supplement that your YouTube by doing that, but then that's not necessarily revenue generated from being a creator. So what I kind of have written down here is you can make money off AdSense, your sponsored content, merch, your own products, whether that be like, I know merch is technical product. Uh, you could write a book. You could do, I have written consulting down here. Once you gain a bit of an audience, you can leverage that to get consulting and stuff like that. You could do appearances, speaking, all these different things. So there's all different ways to make money. You shouldn't just rely on AdSense or just sponsored content. Because if there's a month where you don't get any sponsored, then you don't get any money. If your video gets demonetized, then you don't get any money. But if you don't, if your video gets demonetized, but you have a sponsor on that video, you're making money. And then from that video, you sell 40 sweaters, then you're getting money from that. And then you have an appearance later on in the week, you're getting money from that. So you're getting money from all these different resources. And that's extremely important. One, if you want to go full-time as a creator, but two, in life, you shouldn't just put all your eggs in one basket. And honestly, I'm saying that out loud. I'm like, yo, you just have a job. You don't make money elsewhere. And I totally, and I get that. And that's something I'm trying to work on and find other creative ways to make money and ways I can make money on the side and trying to figure out what that balance is going to be like, again, with my job and with hosting this podcast, because this takes up a lot of time, right? Uh, video every single week, I'm interviewing two Three, I interview, I've done four interviews in a week once and that's a lot that's just to record those plus the prep work plus everything. So just trying to find a way, a balance, but finding a way to bring in multiple streams of revenue is important and especially if you want to be an online creator. And, and another thing kind of we're going to segue from that into with, with being a full-time creator. It's like everyone's dream job now. You go into an eight or a third grade classroom, you ask everyone what they want to be. 99% of kids are going to say, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be an influencer, which is fine. But I feel like a lot of people want to be that. But then again, that's like eight-year-olds. But if you go into a classroom of like 15-year-olds, it's probably similar. But 15, 16-year-olds, it's probably a similar rate where everyone would love to be a YouTuber. But people don't know how. People don't actually think it's possible. Like you can't really become a YouTuber, Right. And one thing that Justin kind of talked about that really kind of hit me was when he was talking about school and I asked him about his TED talk where it's like, if you don't know what to do with your life. And I was like, well, can you kind of give people advice for people that are in a situation that you were in where they know what they want to do or they don't know what they want to do in life. And they're just kind of stuck. And his answer really stood out to me. He goes, I think I knew what I wanted to do all along, but I just didn't think it was realistic. I made videos online and that was great, but then I had to figure out how what my real job was going to be. And with that in mind, I think that that's a scary thought that people aren't doing what they want to do because they don't think it's possible. They don't think it's realistic. They don't think that they're going to be accepted by their mom or dad where they, where they want to be a YouTuber and not a doctor. I think that's, that's a scary thought, right? Like where people are literally that's living for someone else at that point. And you should go for it. 
you should definitely find a way to go after whatever it is that you're passionate about. And now, like I said, I want to clear, like, I want to make, make sure the statement I, what I said in the podcast was when Justin and I were talking about this is, is I said that I think it's possible for anybody to be a YouTuber. Anyone can be a YouTuber. Anyone can be an online creator, but not everyone can be an online creator. And I want to make the distinction between anyone and everyone. It's possible for you to be a YouTuber. It's possible for your neighbor to be a YouTuber. But the amount of work and luck and skill required to become a full-time YouTuber, a full-time content creator, is very, very difficult. Difficult, And not everyone can do it. You might be able to do it. You can do it. But will you do it? Will you get lucky at the right time? There's a lot of variables. So it can happen to anyone, but it's not going to be for everyone. Not everyone can be a YouTuber, but anyone can be a YouTuber. I'm very curious if you agree with me on that statement. But with that in mind, give it a shot. Because I, it's better to fail and know than to never try and wonder what if. So give it a shot. Be a YouTuber. Start your own podcast like me here. I'm over a year in, guys. Still plugging away. But you've got to give it a try. You've got to try. Whatever it is. Maybe it's not YouTube. Maybe you want to be an author. Then write a book. Maybe you want to be in movies, then go to auditions, send in audition tapes, do whatever you got to do, try. And I'm not telling you to just jump in and go after it and quit your job and drop it at school. Cause like, I understand that. Like I said, this can, anybody can be a YouTuber, but not everybody can be a YouTuber. And what happens if that's not you, you don't want to quit your job and do all these things without a safety net. I firmly believe you should be established on one, you should be established where you are and kind of make that step to the next, have us an established platform before you try to step on the next one. Because if you just jump onto a, a platform that's not stable, you're gonna fall. So my belief is make sure that you kind of watch over yourself and make sure everything's okay before you really take the jump. Have a safety net if you need it because what happens if you fall? You're gonna need something to fall into. So it's possible for anyone It's not going to be for everyone, but I highly recommend you take a shot because if you know what you want to do, but you're too afraid to do it, I would hate for you to be 10 10 years down the line and wonder what if you'd done it sooner. So go after it is the final parting messages of this takeaways episode. And I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this. Whether you listen the entire way through or you only listen to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. Do me a favor, go and follow me on Instagram. I never plug myself first. That felt really weird, guys. Go and subscribe to Justin's YouTube channel. I highly recommend it. Premiere tutorials, Photoshop tutorials, whatever it is, check him out. Follow him on Instagram as well. I'll make sure it's linked in the show notes down below. And guys, definitely follow me on Instagram. My name is at my Instagram is at the Jacob Kelly and so is my Twitter. So you can slide into my DMs whenever. Come and say hello. I'm always there to chat. If you'd like to follow the podcast, you can find us on Instagram and YouTube at my social life. Just search that up and we will definitely come up. Thank you once again for listening, everybody. We'll talk soon.